Hey, Val. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, back to the Garden State Mamas podcast. It's just me and Val tonight. Uh, we jumped on kind of a topic that's relevant, although it is a few days past Halloween, but it, it's something that popped up this weekend, and it like I just had to talk to Val about it. So um, before we get into the topic... Um, I just want to remind everybody, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast to all your friends and and family, whoever you want. If you hear any of our episodes that you're like, you know what, this person needs to hear it, um, make sure that you share that. We we love getting new listeners and being able to watch the, the numbers on our Spotify uh, go up. Also, um, thanks for all the people who have been commenting and leaving um messages after they listen to the the podcast they're really fun to to read afterwards but um just thank you for everybody who's rating and reviewing and sharing um and keep doing it now let's get into what happened this weekend (laughs) so i i have to back it up a little bit because it's more of something that happened around halloween so my son is a full on copier. Like if he hears other kids talking a certain way, he'll start talking that way. And he's 100% the type that fully, full confidence as if he knows what he's talking about when he's never played a game, watched the movie, anything like that. But he will fully confidently talk as if he was that person just by hearing other kids talk about it. So it all started around Halloween. Kids started talking about Pennywise, started talking about uh, Jason, Freddy, all the names of all the scary movies that obviously are playing around Halloween time. He's six. He's in first grade. I don't let him watch those movies. He's never watched those movies. I mean... Casper the ghost almost scared him a little bit too much. Like he's like, that's, that's the scariest besides the new Ghostbusters movie. Those are like the two scariest movies he's ever watched. So we don't really do the scary movie thing. So when he's coming home and he's talking about Freddy and Jason and Pennywise and all this, I know he's just picking it up from school. He knows nothing about any of this, but he talks as if he knows everything about this. So we just kind of, blow it off, whatever. He doesn't really actually know what's, what's those movies are about. Well, Saturday we're hanging out with my nephew. My nephew has seen at least Pennywise. I don't know what other movies he's seen, but uh, apparently he's seen plenty of scary movies. Val is confirming, but um, <laughs> I was he's unaware. He's a fan. He's a fan. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, the, the boys are out playing. Um, they're running around the block and he stops and starts saying he's hearing a scary clown laugh and Georgie this and Georgie that. And if you want Danny to stop playing with you, scare him um, because he's not, he's, he's done. He, you are like cut off for the rest yeah, who of wants the day. To be scared, like legitimately scared while they play. That's not fun. Right. And you know, my parents live in the middle of the woods so even though they're running around a block, it's a block that's surrounded by woods. It's a block that's, you know, there's not a ton of people out and about and it's very isolated. So of course it scares the crap out of my kid. My kid comes running back to the house. He comes in, he takes his shoes off. He takes his jacket off. He's done. He's not even going outside anymore. Like your playtime has just ended because you've scared him. Like he is completely done. 
So, and I tell my nephew that I'm like, you can't scare him or he's not going to want to play with you. Like, that's just how he is. He's not going to want to play with you. If you're trying to scare him, he doesn't like to be scared. So of course we come home last night, Danny has a nightmare because that's how easily my kid gets scared and he has a nightmare. So it got me thinking these kids are, these boys are six years old. I don't watch scary movies anyway. I've never been into scary movies. But, and if I'm not, you know, I'm not putting my kid through scary movies because he reacts so badly to just little scary things. So, like, I guess I just don't really understand why people let their small children watch these scary movies. So, Val joined me today. Because Val, we are cousins. Val put me through watching Leprechaun three times in a row, driving up from Florida back to New Jersey. The original Leprechaun, the which original. may I add, is the best one, if and you're into that. May I add, it was only for the <laughs> 30 seconds at the end of the movie where he says, F you Lucky Charms, because that's all Val wanted to see. <laughs> but we had to watch the entire movie for those 30 seconds. It's oh. the build up. It's the build up to get to that one line. <laughs> As you can tell, I am still traumatized by this. And so is your brother. Because every year he reminds me on how terrible I was. Yes. And this happened. How old were you? I think like what? Four? Four or five? Yeah. So we're talking. Four or five. Six, I don't know. I liked it for a long time. 30 plus years ago. And we're still all traumatized by Val torturing us with Leprechaun in the back of the van. Um, So who better to bring on tonight to talk about just this, I just don't get it, Um, and to find out if Val is traumatized (laughs) from watching scary movies when she was younger. It's a pleasure to be here, people. (laughs) So um, I'm going to call Val the expert tonight. On my little predicament that I ended up in this weekend. So Val, I want to know your thoughts. I want to know, like, I want to know, one, how you were growing up. Like, how these movies affected you. And what you're doing with your kids now. um, After all of that. So let's start from the beginning. Like, when did you start watching scary movies, do you think? Okay, so let's say, let's just to put this out there, I started watching them because my dad and my sister mainly watched them. Okay, so they but were But your sister on. is not much older than you. She's not like... She's two years older than me. How many? Four. Okay. Oh, that's more so, than I thought, so... <laughs> that was a connection that they have, well, they still have, they, they're horror, horror movie fans, right? So a lot of times... You know, they're already watching it, so I want to be a part of it. And my dad, (laughs) he would pick out certain scary movies because, you know, some are like, they're very gory, yes, but his whole thing was like, no sex scenes. Okay. And it's like, wow, what a, you know, the, the way that we can justify doing things sometimes. But as an adult, I do understand because that's a topic that's like, like, I'm going to avoid as long as possible. Not saying gore isn't, but that's like that. I feel like that's a door to something else. Same with like the rom- the romantic comedies. Anytime there's any 
any of those scenes, it's like, hmm. Um, so like the leprechaun watching it now, it's like, okay, so he hit the nail with that one. There's not really <laughs> sex scenes, but they ripped off people's faces. Like, okay, this is still crazy and, and sick, you know? And I don't know why I liked it so much, specifically leprechaun. Um, and I know like, I remember watching like, um, what was it? Day of the dead, the zombies, Night of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead, like all the older ones, um, and I don't feel like, I don't know, I don't know if it actually traumatized me, but I feel like I kind of got desensitized to it, because when things would happen, I, my dad also would explain things, and it's funny, because the way that he would break it down, he put it in more of like a realistic, logical sense, like how there's actors and like, yeah, what they pull the face off and then there's this and that. And it's kind of like helping you get a, a view of like what's happening by, behind the scenes, not saying like a four-year-old grasp, <clears throat> grasp that. But now when I'm looking back, I remember him breaking down stuff like that. You know what They're I mean? kind of like, giving you like, uh, like it's not makeup. Real. Look, see, or this is happening and this and that. Ha ha. Like he would break it down like that. And and it did, I feel like it just kind of desensitized me because I'm not looking, like, watching it now, right? Like, so I watched The Leprechaun recently. Um, of course and, you did. And it's so funny because I'm like, this is so stupid. This is the cheesiest horror movie ever. You know, it's so dumb, but, like, it is disgusting. I don't know why I liked it so much. And, and did my four-year-old ever watch it? No. She did not. I actually didn't even think of it because I'm just like, that's, that's really, it's just gross. Um, so that's where it started. Just, I, I don't know. I've. Do you remember if you had nightmares? No. No, you don't. Don't remember nightmares. Um, I know. Not really that I can recall. We need probably need like my mom on here, you know, yeah. to, to say stuff. But I know sometimes I didn't like the movies and I just wouldn't watch them. So I like, had I, thought, I did talk about this with like Casey and Amy before we recorded. And uh, Amy had said like she had watched The Crow when she was nine and it gave her nightmares for years. So I wonder. You know what? Let me stop. You know what? Let me stop. Because now, as I'm thinking about it, I'm not going to lie, every single time I run up any basement steps, I don't care what you your do. basement looks like, any any steps almost, really, I can't be sure that there's not a leprechaun underneath of, of a chest about to run after me, and, like, my heart will, like, thump. So, like, I'm probably traumatized and just have only gotten aware as of this right now with everyone joining us. <laughs> So you're, probably, you're recognizing your post traumatic stress from yeah basement stairs. And I know, like, I think as I got older, maybe it made more of an effect because when I was really young, it didn't seem so real. Like, um, Candyman, I didn't like that. You know, a lot of the stuff that was put on in front of me or that I was around, if I didn't like it, I would try to leave because, like, I just don't. I just so they didn't make you do something else. Stay. No, okay. no, I wasn't. I didn't have to, but like, if I want to hang out with like my sister and that's what she's doing right now. That's what she's doing. She's 14 and I'm 10. Like I can either sit here or I can go about my business, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of how it was go about my business, go do whatever. Um, and yeah, I wasn't forced. I just voluntarily like certain, certain stuff. Um, 
But it is interesting because what we do at home, regardless of what it is, is a domino effect mm-hmm. on, you know, the kids that our kids that we expose ourselves and our kids to. Like how one kid can watch it, bring it up to someone else. Like I'm watching it at home. Now you guys can all have to watch it in the van. And anytime you're actually in my presence, because (laughs) this is what I come with. So it's a domino effect. Yeah. Um, now I, I will say, I think, I mean, I was never a fan of scary movies. So I think that's why, uh, Megan and Devin forced me to watch pet cemetery. Like I was like tied to the couch. I feel like that's how they, they treated scary movies. So I think there's a little bit more trauma when it comes to the situations I was in when I was younger watching right, scary movies because I be didn't want to be there. Yeah. I could have left if I wanted, I might be made fun of obviously. Mm-hmm. Cause like my older sister's so cool. Cause she's watching it and I'm not, but like, it wasn't like, Oh, you can't leave. You know what I mean? I just would choose to either suffer through the mild, like the, I don't know. Lynn, my sister and cousin were saying brains, brains, following me around the house and stuff. Like I did get tortured like that for sure. Right. Um, but I guess they're probably like, yeah, if you're going to whine about it, please go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I guess part of it, like uh, when I was first bringing it up with like my husband about, my nephew watching these scary movies and I was like, it's not always necessarily the scary part, but a lot of these movies, especially these older ones. Um, well actually even the new ones, the whole Saul series, like, oh, like they're so not only like gory, but they're so violent. And I'm like, yeah, th- like that's also something I don't want to expose my kid to is seeing how violent these movies are. And then when you go to the older movies, you have a lot more, you know, the patriarchy and stuff is coming involved where it's a lot more abuse on women and things like that. Like, I feel like the newer movies are a little bit less of that, whereas the older movies are almost all of children and women. (laughs) You know what? I honestly, I feel the opposite. Like, I feel more comfortable with the older, older movies, like Night of the Living Dead and Pet Cemetery. Well, I haven't seen them in a while, but I feel like graphically they're not as Yeah, yeah, because they ter- didn't have terrifying. these computers and and all that. Yeah, kind of stuff like you can right. tell that that's totally fake. That it's just it doesn't look as real. Now the storylines, I don't honestly remember half of them. They're probably all screwed up. <laughs> but like I feel like the the older ones are more acceptable. I don't know cuz you you know what? I we can all justify whichever either one because like Scream, Scream 1, I'm fine with Scream 1, but I wouldn't actually watch or let my kids see any other one. Okay. Ever. I vaguely remember, like, I remember Scream 1 being, like, cheesy scary. I just love Matt Lillard, I'm not gonna lie. I just think he's so cool, and I just... <laughs> it is more cheesy. Is Would I say it's appropriate? No. And I'm sure a lot of people would be like, what? Your kid watched it when she was, yeah, she was 10. She already was exposed to it at some point. And I said, well, you want to watch it? 
I'll sit with you. She doesn't watch anything without me, and we did it together. And I do this. I kind of talk about the same stuff because, like, Matt Lillard, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's the guy in Five Nights at Freddy's. That's Scooby-Doo. And we're talking about it like this, and we try to look at it as, like, an acting thing and, like, the the theater, the theatrics of it because she is older and she's into that type of stuff. So, like, it's not real. Obviously, we see this as totally this is sick. What's wrong with these? Like, you know, Matt Lillard, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Um, but that one, but then I'm, I'm hypocritical because any other ones I'm like, no. And then anything else she wants to watch, I'm like, eh, I got to consider it. Talk to your dad. Like it's a whole process. I don't want to just say, yeah, you can watch it. Cause like sometimes I don't know what's in there. I don't remember what happened. Right. And like, what if this is sometimes I'll go back and be like, this wasn't a scary movie, but this was totally inappropriate. I never noticed. You know, especially 90s movies, they are all inappropriate. <laughs> but you don't know until you're an adult and you're like, what? what? Right, because all those jokes and stuff went over our heads. Yeah. Yeah, but then as an adult, I'm sitting there with my kid, I'm like, ooh, I feel weird. Right, and then <laughs> a lot of those jokes don't go over their heads because they've been exactly. exposed to a lot more things than what we were exposed to in the 90s. So right. I get so that. We go, we go through the whole process, but she she's older, too. And normally, like, growing up with, like, with my kids, um, we did spooky stuff, like, Goosebumps freaked her out, but I, we, I was open to try that, because it's also, they're also books. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually used to be freaked out by that, but we would do, like, like, Scooby-Doo is huge. Our family loves Scooby-Doo. It's a mystery. It's a little spooky, but, like, we, we're really for the spooky stuff. The horror movies, like, she'll be interested maybe if other kids talk about it. But a lot of times it's like, like, she wanted to see it because Finn Wolfhard, a kid that's in Stranger Things, was in there. And I was like, that's so random. (laughs) You know, we're not, like, huge horror fans. Um, Casper, Devin Sawa, love him. We love Casper. Yeah, we we were able to do, like... He had asked, like, I was decorating for Halloween, and he had asked why we didn't have a lot of decorations. And I was like, you've been scared of Halloween since you yeah. were little, so I'm not going to make the house scary if if that's what, you know. I, I want you to sleep. Cause it's yeah, and I want it to be cute, right. not freak you out. So I was like, well, you've always been kind of scared of Halloween, so we don't, we don't, make, we don't do scary Halloween. We do cute Halloween. And he's like, well, I want more decorations. And I was like, all right, well, you know, we'll have to go look at them because I'm not going to go buy things and then you're scared of them type of thing. Um, This year, he seemed a little bit more ready. So that's why we did let him. I mean, we had let him watch Ghostbusters when it first came out because, you know, the the new one, um, because Mm -hmm. the. The guy from Stranger Things. Did you let Raya watch Stranger Things? I was not. I was against it at first. Okay. And then her cousin had it on. No. So her cousin got me into it. I was like, let me. She kept talking about it. I'm like, let me see. Because she got my daughter involved. Like, she wants to watch it now. But let me see what she's talking about. Right. There were some things that I was like, because there was a lot of stuff that was like sexual in there. And I just don't. I don't like that. So I was like, nah, no, but then she ended up seeing it anyway with my, with her cousin. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, so I can either, she's going to listen to me if I say that you can't watch it, but when she's not with me, she's, she's going to still be around it and it's not always in her control. If she's in her cousin's room. 
honestly, it's not like I have to leave this room right now because you put on Stranger Things. It's not to that extent. Okay. You know, so she watched it and she got into it. And now, honestly, I don't regret it because it's something that, like, my, that we all have in common, kind of. I haven't kept up with it 100%, but, like, the storyline is cute. It's, it is creepy. It is creepy. And it got creepier. Like, it felt like Yeah, it is definitely by... The first season was not as bad. And then, like, it got real dark after that. Yeah. It was like, ooh. (laughs) It gets darker. Um, I don't know. I was against it, but now we're for it. And, I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, I think because we've started kind of definitely doing like we we only have one tv in the house anyway so it's one of those things that if we're watching something we're going to watch it together if you don't want to watch it then go do something else um kind of theme in our house so like we watched ghostbusters together we watched casper together um he got into hotel transylvania this year so he love hotel transylvania all of them are so good i love adam sandler have you seen who be halloween no that's cute well, it's whatever he puts on, and it's this Adam year Sandler's was the it's first spooky. year. It's spooky, but it's good. Yeah, this so. was the first year he was even willing to click on them to even right. watch them. So, um, you know, we kind of let him, and like when we're watching Ghostbusters and stuff, we're we're right there with him. Like, so, um, I think that would be something that like, and Ariel does like scary movies. He knows I don't like them, so he'll watch them when I'm away or, you know, he'll watch them at night when I've already gone to bed. Like, so he still watches them. And it's something that we talked about that, like, yeah, if Danny gets older and he wants to watch them, then, like, they'll watch them together. But yeah, uh, at this point, we're definitely in no place that would make sense for us to let him watch these types of movies. Mainly because then he doesn't sleep. <laughs> and it's like... Right. And, I, and so then I'm like, well, what happens to these kids who, who like, watch these movies and stuff and then have nightmares? And, like, are they getting in trouble then because they're having nightmares? And, like, what kind of trauma are we putting on kids who can't even, like, come to their parents for comfort because of a nightmare because their parents let them watch a scary movie. So it, just, right. it gets very like, and you know, I, I know it's coming off as very like judgy that I'm like judging other parents for letting their kids watch it. But I'm just like, do, do your kids not have nightmares? Well, I'm sure every kid doesn't. Cause I know kids like working in the daycare, some kids that really just, they just like it. They maybe it's something that they have in common with their parent. That's like, no, I love to hang out and watch this. Like, there's actually a lot of kids that I know that that are not scared at all. Like, they're interested in it. They, they like, especially more so the older ones, the originals, Freddy Krueger, um, Pinhead, like the the original old stuff. Yeah. So then it's like, well, if they're not bothered by it, it's not causing harm. Is it wrong? And who's to say it is, you know, but then it's like, well, they, you don't want them to mention it to other kids, but then that's when they have a talk. Hey, just because we watch this here, like you don't have to, we don't have to bring that up. You know, you don't have to bring up Michael Myers at school. That's cool. You don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. That talk should be done, but that's also like, Hey, you know, Santa's not real. Don't tell everybody at school type stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, 
You know, and it also comes down to the other kids. Like, Danny's such a copier that, you know, he has absolutely no clue what he's talking about. But he fully sounds like he does. Um, and, you know, the the kids at school, that kind of stuff. Because he was just talking the names. So, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But it was the cousin who was like, oh, I hear a spooky clown. and Yeah, because like, he loves that. He watches it like. He, he reenacts it. The first time I saw the movie, I thought of his face reenacting it. Because I saw him do it first. And he had a book bag and all that. And it's like... And it's weird because I know his dad doesn't like the movies either. Mm-mm. He mentioned that. So, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, if, if, if and he... Danny- I know that they, like, scare each other at home, too. Like, jump out of doorways and right. that kind of stuff. Jump scares, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. Danny got me the other day, and the look I gave him must have—he must have thought he was going to die because he was like, yeah, "I'm sorry, like I'm idea. sorry, I'm sorry." I was like, "You can't do that to me." Yeah, I don't do jump scares. Mm-hmm. Now we did watch Five Nights at Freddy's. Have you heard of that? I, I've seen it all over the place, but because okay. I'm not into those movies, I have not paid attention to it. So that. Is I mean it's like kiddish. I wouldn't say Danny's. I would say like I don't know eight, nine, ten up. It's, the books there's novel there's books at like right. my daughter's school and everything. So like it's it it is age appropriate, but also if you really dig into the backstory, because my daughter's like a genius. So like whatever topic she's interested in, she w- will learn every single aspect of it. Right. Um. She when she gets d- deep into like the storylines, it's like really twisted. Basically, a guy kills children, reels them into a place similar to Chuck E. Cheese, kills them, sticks their dead bodies into an animatronic, which is like the Chuck E. Cheese robotic things, mm-hmm. and now they search for kill- kids to play with, and then the guy ends up killing them too. So like it's it there's a deceased body inside of a robot essentially. It's actually very sick, but. I guess if you didn't know that, it wouldn't seem so crazy. I don't know. Knowing that whole storyline and it breaking down, it's like, what are we even listening to? Like, what yeah. is even going on? But guess who's in that? Matt Lillard. So, we watched it. so you're watching it. <laughs> so we watched it and it was actually very good. It didn't go that deep. I only know that much because she reads the books and tells me, you know, the stuff that goes on, like even about the writer and like political stuff outside of there with that. I'm like, what? Um, but that was good, but that was like a spooky, creepy, not horror scary. You know, that's the fine line of like, that would be, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Not a Casper, but not a leprechaun. (laughs) You know, it's not gory at all. There was really no gore. Right. There was no, it was just like the creepiness of a big robot coming at you. Yeah, I mean, there's been, um, I, Ariel, I guess, watched a movie called Get Out uh, recently, which has been out for I a heard while. That. I don't think I saw that. And he had thought it was a scary movie, but apparently it's more like a serious, um, has kind of like suspense to it, but isn't yeah, scary. I like that. I like thrillers. I like suspense. I like mysteries, which are scary sometimes in the way, in a whole different sense, though. You know? And I don't mind reading mysteries and thrillers yeah. and that's all that i really read yeah but i don't read horror no no my niece reads horror and she but she likes all that stuff 
Which is interesting because, like, I have a friend that goes to, like, all the horror shows. She had her own um, podcast about horror movies. Like, she's very into, like, the 60s, 70s, 80s movies. Uh, I And it's just so interesting because, like, she's... The way that she enjoys it, it makes it appear to be more of an art instead of just, like, a scary movie. You know, she really... I don't know how she highlights it, but when she like, the costumes and the way that people do things and the different, like, electronics that they used in these old movies. It just, she just made it seem much more of, a, of an artistic expression. Kind of like... There was an 80s movie where... You might have to cut this out because I don't remember what it was, but it was, like, they were reenacting scary movie stuff. They were, it was, like, called Summer School, I think. And it, do you remember that? I know I used to watch it, but it wasn't a horror movie. It was like these bad kids, allegedly bad kids in summer school. And they, I don't know. I mean, I can definitely see where if you're interested. So we got into kind of like the, the makeup for a couple, right, yeah. for a couple of Halloweens there. Like we were doing the airbrush makeup and using the prosthetics and all that kind of stuff. Um, I could see if you're into that kind of stuff, then watching those types of movies because to see, but not with kids or not with <laughs> little kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I can even see around 10 at that age, they're pretty much being exposed to a ton of stuff anyway. Just commercials sometimes. I'm like, what the hell? This is, I had Except, no idea. Yeah. For like new <laughs> new horror movies and stuff that come popping up on, and I'm like, even when you like open up Netflix and it's the, you know, it doesn't matter. It's every you can't we can't shelter our kids from anything. I feel like all we can do is make them aware because whether we expose them or not, it's going to be there, and we just gotta let them know, like, hey, we'll talk about it and figure it out together. You know, like, oh, you can't avoid anything. It seems. I think at six you can, though. <laughs> no, well, yeah, you can to an extent, but you can't avoid, like, whatever ads pop up. Yeah. Whatever comes onto the radio, whatever someone says around them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can't control anything on the outside. In my house, I won't let you watch this, but I can't promise you're not going to see it, hear it anywhere else. You know? Shoot, you go to Spirit Halloween? That used to scare my daughter. She would freak out. I'm like, if you want a costume i'm gonna need you to walk through this area <laughs> i don't know how we're gonna do that yeah uh that was not it, it, i remember taking danny there and him being like i never want to go into that store again and yeah. every time we drive past it him being like i don't like that store because it is creepy yeah. and it's like and they always have the big display as soon as you mm -hmm. walk in with things that jump out at you and everything like there's it's very hard to like get away from it all just to get to like the kid costumes. It's like you almost exactly. have to like pick them up and like cover their eyes just to get them through just the main display. Cause they always have it right there at the door. They're expensive anyway. So yeah, <laughs> but their parking lot is never as full as it is on November 1st. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's the best time to go if you're a Halloween person. Right. And you know what? I'm not in, I'm really not I don't really care about Halloween, to be honest. I like the parade. I like any reason to gather with people, to cool people, to eat and chill. So, like, if you just have a Tuesday party, I might be down for that. But overall, I think 
to spend any money on a costume that I'm going to wear once is so annoying. That's why I've been Rosie the Riveter for like seven years now. (laughs) Super easy. (laughs) There you go. That, if that works, I, I'd like to do like, I'll do fall, fall decorations. Mm -hmm. And then try to keep it up through Thanksgiving. Yeah, this year was one of those that we um, we went into the neighborhood, met up with like school friends for Danny. This is the first time we ever did that. Like we actually made a plan and met up with another family to walk around do trick or treating. Um, and then even that, like we're in this big old neighborhood, and this dude who's clearly not a kid. I don't know how old he is. He's dressed like Michael Myers and he's doing that slow walk around the neighborhood, stopping in the middle of the street and just staring at people. But he's by himself. He didn't come with anybody. He just like shows up on his own and then like walks around with a backpack. And the family we were with, they were like, he did this last year. Like, I don't like it. We don't know where he's from. He's not from the neighborhood. And they're, you know, they're getting all, like, worked up about it. And I'm just like. How uncomfortable. Like. Right. There's. That's not why people go out. And I'm like. And you're clearly not a kid. Because eventually, like, walking around, we did cross paths again. And he was getting candy. So he he was, like, actually going up and, and getting candy. But I'm like. But you're still walking around by yourself and just being creepy. And especially mm-hmm. with the way the world is now, it's like, now you're sticking out because this is weird. Well, you know what I found interesting? Um, <clears throat> so, basically the township, we could say near me, I'm in central PA, um, there was actual sewing needles in the candy. So this was local. They put out like, News alerts to everybody in the area. If you went down these certain streets, then we have to check, you know, we'll check your candy. They're doing free x-rays of candy at the police station. And when I read that, I'm just like, that's not even, for all of that, I will buy candy with a pinata and invite my daughter's friends over. Yeah. Boom. You know what I mean? Hang out. Let's eat, watch a movie, listen to music. Let's do, like, just to... Just to have a reason, like I said, to hang out and chill, enjoy each other's company, but, like, the risk of of getting anything, any type of poison or danger, it's just, it's not even worth it anymore. And it stinks that it's like that, but that's still what it is. And how people got time to do that kind of stuff. And why? Please donate your time to other people, because, like, how do you have time to make a plan Get the sewing needles, buy the candy, yeah. spend your time, put, put, you know, putting them in, like, who does that? Yeah, they need, they need, uh, they need to go get some help because that's sick. And it's somebody local, so, you know, it's somebody that goes, we all go to the same Walmarts. Mm-hmm. We all, we got two. We all go to the same giant, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you just don't know, you just don't know. And it's not worth it. We we did go out. It was something small, but our big thing is like the the parade, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did have like we did have a Halloween party a few times, but it was like our friends, you right. know. And we're hanging out. We have candy. I don't know. I mean, we I don't care about like the stranger part. Going Eleven trick or treaters. So I of course bought the two hundred and thirty piece Costco size bag of candy. 
And so then I spent the next like, you know, week being like, I don't want all this because we did the trunk or treat. Then we had the parade. Then we did trick or treating. And then we had the leftover trick or treating candy that from what I bought. And I was just like, there's so much candy in this house. And usually what happens is it just sits there and we pick at it, pick at it, pick out. Eventually we all get tired of it. And then around Easter, I'm like, all right, I need to toss Halloween's candy out because we're about to reload up on Easter candy now. So I did find, well, Casey had sent it to me. They have where you can like donate your like leftover candy to the troops. And nice. there's like collection sites and you just drop off the candy and then they take care of it, of like getting it out to the troops. Um, so I will link that in the show notes of uh, what we found for that, because we, we were kind of going back and forth on like the candy that's not necessarily like Halloween themed. So not like the no. fruit snacks that are the pumpkins and stuff, but like I got a pack of just like Skittles, Starburst twix and snickers or something like that like just a mixture the packages aren't halloween but they're right and i was like these would be cute to make little like stocking stuffer grab bags for people in need like people who are looking for you know ways that they can do something extra for their kids who you know the adoptive family places and things like that like why wouldn't they take the candy so that they could do this kind of stuff And so we did end up talking to like the food bank because we had been in talks about maybe doing kind of a drive from the Garden State Mamas of doing like a food drive um, type of idea for the holidays coming up. Um, And I was like, well, would the food bank take candy? And they said they don't usually take it in like small amounts. Like they, uh, they obviously want bulk for the food bank, but they said they, you know, you can call them before coming by and ask them if they want it. But I was like, well, maybe there's a way. Well, then we looked up, maybe there's a way through the school. And it's like, well, if you don't have a ton of families in need at the school, like taking 500 pieces of candy isn't, you know, that's going to be too much even for the school. And then the school's dealing with it. Like our PTA office already has plenty of candy just sitting in it. Um, So it really kind of, I was like, there's got to be something that can be done with all of this candy because it's unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> so finding this, uh, this donating to the troops thing, I was like, there we go. Because I one, it, although I thought the stocking stuffer idea is cute. Um, and I wouldn't even mind like putting them together in little like baggies and stuff, but I always run into the problem of, where you donate it to like so if the food mm-hmm. bank doesn't want it really it's only like churches and i'm not a part of the church community so like i wouldn't even know where to begin with with all that so um yeah if you're looking for a place to get rid of your uh excess halloween candy i will post in the show notes um the uh organization that uh, casey found for me because i was like i don't know i'm so tired of this candy and it's only been a week um now we're coming up on two weeks so uh, i think though maybe in the future either do it through the school or maybe even do it you know somehow where we just do a bulk collection of the candy you know put it out to the school or or whatever and then take it to the organization as a, a big bulk that way um 
just thoughts that we're, we're doing over here at the Garden State Mamas podcast. Always thinking about how we can help um, and also declutter our own spaces because we're, right. we're heading into very cluttered time. <laughs> um, so you said you keep your Halloween deck. No, you keep your fall decorations up until Thanksgiving, right? Well, typically, yes, but I'm on vacation this week, and I actually took all of my fall stuff down, and I'm about to reorganize my, like, seasonal collection Mm -hmm. of things and get my Christmas stuff out and do everything now while I'm off. So, like, when it's time to decorate, boom, 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 it's Christmas in my house. Um, I also fight every single day of November to not put my tree up before Thanksgiving. See, that's That's why you do real trees, because then you can't put it up nope (laughs) i just love i just love christmas so i will decorate for christmas without the tree because i always get a real tree right so i'll have the whole house decorated for christmas and we just wait and even the tree we get earlier than we than i used to get it um only because we get it from the fire company our local fire company does it and um the sales go towards helping the fire company too. And so uh, they usually sell out by probably the second week of December. So we have to go earlier than I would have normally gone just because if you don't go early, you don't get a tree. So right. um, uh, I, but I'll decorate the rest. I did switch over. I do have some decorations for Thanksgiving. So like mm-hmm. I have a big sign that says happy Thanksgiving and we kept the pumpkins out and we have, another sign that's another door hanger that says harvest and things like that. So I sort of switch over to like fall decorations, um, trying to get creative. I found a bag of like fabric maple leaves. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet, but I'm not very crafty. So I look at the package and I'm like, meh. (laughs) I, are you able to, I don't know because it's fabric. I don't know what'll work for you, but I got like, I don't know, paper or cardboard cutouts of leaves. And I put them all over like my sliding glass back door and my windows in the front. So it just looks like leaves falling. It's very tacky, but I think it's adorable. So that's an idea. Yeah. I don't know how fabric, what type of tape you'd use to make it stick. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I was trying to think because last year I did with, uh, a vase I got those clear Orbeez mm-hmm. and did the like peppermint swirls I remember that that and, was like, impressive candy canes in it so I was, yeah. I've been thinking I wonder if there's a way I could do that with the leaves and put the leaves in Probably. there but I don't know what they would look like once they got wet so then I'd have to try and figure that out I don't know I'd be curious to see though yeah so I'm a, Sort of attempting to be crafty. November's kind of a busy month, mainly because my kid's home almost the whole month. I don't know about PA schools, but we have gone straight into... I don't even know why. Like, I don't even... I don't even know why she's off some days. Because it's just not even a day. It's just... It's just a regular day. She's off this... She'll be off on a Monday. Like, she's not off Veterans Day or weekend. She's not off any of those days, but she's off on a random Monday. So we're off Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday this week. The whole next week is half days. Monday through Friday, all half days. 
We come back for two full days, then have a half day, and then we're out for Thanksgiving. And then we come back, and I think we might have a full week that last week of November, but I feel like there's also, I think that's the only full week of the month. Yeah, that's ridiculous. (laughs) So, Danny will be home a lot this month and trying to get crafty things done. Although he tries to help. Yeah. But I'm not good at him, so... Because I'm not good at the craft. And then he's just in in the way. <laughs> Usually it turns into me just being like, do whatever, and I walk away. <laughs> but um, do you have, because we did do, um, me and Amy did do our episode on holiday planning. Um, and you love your get-togethers, but you also work in a place that this is crunch time for you Mm -hmm. so what are your plans for the holidays like how are you taking them how are you trying to um handle the stress of the holidays so like i said i have my week vacation Mm -hmm. so a part of it i will be spending in jersey um and then the other part i'll be home getting things in order which I'm, that's not a complaint. Like I have said it a million times on here. I love organizing and I feel like it's like an endless job, which is somewhat depressing, (laughs) but it's also, it's, it's helpful because I like to do it. Um, so I'm going to take this time to get everything like deep clean everything. Um, that way it's just done for now, just so that the, the regular daily duties can be kind of caught up and like done ahead of time. Um, set things up because when I have my decorations out, I, I sometimes will move like furniture or things into different areas. So I'm going to get all that set up in an order. Like I like my tree in front of the window, but if I have a table in front of there, whatever. Um, so to avoid the stress, I want to definitely just get my house in order because if it's not, I'm just already going to be stressed out. doesn't matter what the season is. Um, and then this worked last year. So I, I have right now I cards, I have Amazon wish lists, private ones of like what we're going to get the kids. Um, and then like whoever family, blah, blah, whatever. So we have that. And on black Friday, my goal is to go through there and see like what I can save on, on Amazon and compare it to like Walmart and like actually take the time to compare it, mm-hmm. see what I can get and buy as much as possible on black Friday. Because last year, that's what I did. And then by the time December came, I'm just grabbing a little bit of stuff. Like gift cards, I didn't I didn't get ahead of time because there's no savings. $20 is $20 on a gift card. Um, so try to get all that done at first. And um, just make things smoother because we got like violin concert and like work parties. And I'm going to have a party from, you know, Christmas party for my daughter and her friends. And... It's going to be very busy with that and then traveling back and forth to Jersey. Um, Me and my sister do the cookie day, so we'll bake a bunch of cookies, drop them off to everybody. That's always fun to do. But I think it's really important, and I know this is so cheesy, but, like, the positive self-talk of, like, I'm not about to be consumed in all of the BS of the holidays. Like, there's certain things that I want to do, and it shouldn't stress me out too much because then it's – I do it because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I want to make the cookies. I want to do these things. And if it's too much, like I'm, I just, am not going to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. 
you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not going into debt. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go into debt to have Christmas. Um, not because I have so much money, but because like, that's not what it's about. And, and everything is kind of strategic. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's why Black Friday, boom, I'm about to save a bunch of money. I advise whoever to, that can do it to do it if you haven't already. Because some people start right after Christmas, which is my goal in the future is to be one of those people. You know, once everything's done and it's like really everything is on sale if you buy it right now today. But by then I'm like, damn, I'm tired of the stores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even care what's there right now. I... I fully avoid stores as much as possible uh, during yeah, the holidays. Especially season. during the holidays. Um, I think it's like mm-hmm. trauma from working retail for so long that the last uh, thing I want to do is that. like look at the eyes of the retail workers as their souls are like leaving their bodies. <laughs> so <laughs> I try not to contribute to that. I try to yeah. not do that to them. But um yeah, yeah. I I'm not good at buying things throughout the year. Um, I feel like because my idea of what people want changes too often. That's definitely a good point. And and people change often too. What especially children? You know what our kids are into today. A year later, that's not may, may not even be cool anymore. Yeah, you know, or even things like um, when I did the Gay Guy Candle Company uh, order like two years ago, it was right after somebody was like, and all the women went crazy. It was some like politician who was like, of course, bashing women. And he was like, all the women went crazy. And I just went out and bought like five of those candles. Cause I was like, yeah, the women went crazy. But like two weeks later, another quote came out that was like, just as funny. And I was like, yeah. Mm. So, you know, there's just things that come up throughout the whole year that I would, I would end up like spending triple. Cause I'd be like, Oh no, I want to change that for that person. I want to get them something different. So I'm not good at buying throughout the year. I'm very much a right now. I'm starting to create my lists. I'm starting to think about what I want to get for people. Um, same thing. I, I don't want to go into debt. I want to keep things mindful. And I also want to get away from, money in a card or just exchanging gift cards between people. Um, cause I, you know, like rather than us exchange gift cards, like let's just go out for lunch. That's what I was thinking too. Like, and me and my sister were talking about that too. Like we always say every year, like it'd be cool if we just did a vacation together with the kids and instead of Christmas presents, like obviously get you some, some things. And a lot of times it might be stuff that you need, like new sweater or shoes, blah, blah. But, like, the big present would be, like, this three-day vacation somewhere, or like, the indoor water park or something like that, mm-hmm. so that you have, like, the quality time and the memories rather than, like, some of the stuff that they're not even going to use or... Right, that's what we did for Danny's birthday this, last year. Yeah. Instead of getting him more stuff, we were like, we'll take you to a hotel because that's his favorite thing to do. And we I'm got to come him. up and see you and see... Yep. He got to see his cousins, and then he got to... Stay at a hotel that had a pool mm-hmm. and go swimming. Yeah, yeah. Although that it's pool a bit, is I freezing. Think it's, I think we're moving into a different time with like our generation, because mm-hmm. um, a lot of stuff I feel like before was about was showy. Yeah, and like, but look, this is cute, and it's like it is. It is cute, definitely cute. But if it's not something that 
we don't want to acquire things. Right. I, I guess I can't speak for everybody, but, like, I don't want to acquire a bunch of things and put it on a shelf for everyone to see forever, whereas, like, the older generations, that was a lot of it. The fine the china and the shelf. Base. Yeah, and that was, like, all over, and I know it's, it can't be just our family, you know? It's, like, every everybody, everywhere with in that age group and, and above. But for us, it's, like, I don't there's want it. certain I don't want things. that in my life. <laughs> Yeah, like a lot. I, I don't want to have to dust it. I don't want to have to clean it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want it. And you know, I also don't want a ton of plastic around either. Like I don't want a ton of anything. Yeah, because that's more of a mess. Mm-hmm. And it's and I I can't do clutter. And I know that my house is not like, you know, spotless. But I just can't. I can't have stuff everywhere. All the time. I do right now, actually. I have a bunch of baby, <laughs> baby gym furniture, <laughs> a swing here, a chair there, a bouncer there. It's all over, but it all has purpose because he likes different sceneries throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I like purposeful um, gifts and I try to do the same, you know, for the most part. And then, you know, I wonder when it comes to like teachers, stuff to get them, they all get cups. Right? They all get like. They do not need any more cups. Yeah. So a lot of times what I do is I just give them money to like Duncan and yeah. like a candle and a card. I mean, like I something. will still do gift cards for teachers, yeah. the bus driver, that kind of stuff. Like, I don't, I'm not going to buy you something that, you know, candles. I don't know what kind of smells they like. And so. I don't either. I just throw it in there because it's a cute. They're, <laughs> it's a cute the, they're the only ones that I will buy them gift cards and I don't feel bad <laughs> buying them gift cards. Um, but you know, we've, we've done Pollyannas in our family. We've done everybody buy for everybody, but that there's just way too many of us. Like it, it's, it's that kind of stuff where um, it's just getting to, it's kind of like, and we'll never be able to plan a huge family vacation because that's a lot of things like, oh, instead of doing gifts, like plan a vacation. I'm like, that's like 13 families. Like, that's not going to happen. It's too many schedules to yeah. connect. Um, so it, it's kind of like, just at this point, I'm like, buy meaningful gifts for the people you want. Because no one's keeping track. No one's got like a no. tally sheet out, like who bought who what, um, who spent how much money on who. Like it's complete chaos once the the presents start flowing. Like you have mm-hmm. no idea, you know. And it also to me bothers me because a lot of times the presents will get open and I'm still like handing out stuff. I don't know what Danny just opened and who it came from. Yeah. To even like thank the person. So then I'm right. the one like holding up like who got this for, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm just like this year it's like meaningful gifts for the people you want to buy gifts for. And yeah. Call it a day. <laughs> I'm with that. And and uh, making memories, doing mm-hmm. stuff, just doing stuff together. I did think about throwing like family names into a hat and then like pulling it out and the Pollyanna would be for the family. And then that way we could get experiences for the family type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if I got you guys, then I could do like a day trip at the ski you know, the resort that you have by you guys, right. you know, or, you know, something that you guys could make memories to. Um, but some of our families are a lot bigger than others. And then we also, yeah. have, you know, we have people who 
are still living the single life. And it's like, well, where do they fall in? And then I was like, <laughs> this is just getting too complicated. I quit. <laughs> that was about Yeah. All. And that's, it's, it's about, I feel like simplicity, like just enjoying the, I just love the coldness and going inside of a warm home and just like talking trash with like warm wine. Yeah. Just, honestly, like, I'd rather people just take the money they're going to spend and let's have a banging food party. Like, like, let's like, just have yeah. a ton of really good food. Like instead of bringing, you know, chicken nuggets, um, you know, you go and get crab cakes from somewhere, you know, and let's just like do up the food. Some good alcohol and some, yeah. I mean, really we could put in towards whatever. Cause there's also activities like you can rent like, uh, well, I guess it depends how cold it is up here. Cause right. it does get cold as hell. But, like, the outdoor, like a cookout, but it's winter. Yeah. Stuff right. for the kids to do. I don't know. All right. Well, we have come up on the hour mark. Val, thanks for coming back and catching up and chatting about the holidays and horror movies. I love how we, like, go from horror movies to Christmas. Like, Yeah, I have a question about yeah. that. So, if anybody wants to add out there, like, is it too soon? Like, is it too soon from October 31st to November 1st for it to be Christmas now? Because I don't, I don't feel like it is, but. I saw something the other day that was like, I don't, I don't forget about Thanksgiving. I celebrate, uh, like Halloween till October 31st, November 1st to November 22nd is, uh, Christmas. Yeah. November 23rd is Thanksgiving. And then November 24th to Christmas is Christmas. And I was like, absolutely. Hey, to me, if it brings you joy to put your Christmas lights up on November 1st, take the joy, (laughs) do it. Who cares what other people think? I have a friend with a tree up already, actually. I admire her enthusiasm. (laughs) As do I. Casey actually put her tree up today. Um, Oh my goodness. (laughs) Like I said, I do the real tree. So my tree definitely won't be up. I also can't bring the containers up this year so i am at the mercy of somebody else bringing the containers up i did bring the halloween container up so i could put things away and i got yelled at for doing that and i was like i'm pregnant not broken it was pretty much empty that's the only reason i did it i know how heavy things are and whether that's why it sat full on the kitchen floor after i filled it because i knew i shouldn't take it back downstairs so pregnant not broken people and they just do it. I just felt like it, just a delicate flower, but I would cuss them out. Like, I'm not, I could do it myself. But now I'm like, that was so sweet of them. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I don't, you know, thanks for caring, but I can get the empty container yeah. from downstairs. I'm, it, I'm more than capable of doing an empty container. Now I'll have to wait to get the Christmas containers up because they are way too heavy. And Fair. I definitely won't be able to bring them up myself. So. I'll have to, I'm at the mercy of whenever they make their way up from the basement. But once they make their way up, uh, everything will be unpacked and decorated. Um, but yeah, thanks again for everybody joining us on the Garden State Mamas podcast. Remember to rate, review, and share the podcast. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.